Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys Weekly Podcast. I am Minister G. Nadine Davis. I am um, your host tonight, and I'm also the founder of the podcast. I'm so glad that you all could be with us tonight. And I also have here with me Life's Uncertain Journeys podcast team. Woohoo! Yeah, help. And they are a wonderful group of women of faith. Uh, thank God for them because they come alongside me and um, have partnered with me to help bring to uh, all of our listeners a lively and robust conversation about a range of topics that deal primarily with navigating these troubled times that we live in. Our podcast team here tonight, let's see who's here. I see Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. And Carmen's here. Hey, Carmen, she's outside walking that dog. (laughs) Amen. Isabel is here. Hey, Isabel, I know you probably got the baby. Yes, thank you. Good. And some of the rest will we'll be getting on later. But uh, thank you all for joining um, me tonight. It's our desire, as I said before, um, one of the, the mission of our podcast is to uh, engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we're living in. And um, but we're looking at things from a biblical perspective because we know and understand that the Bible, which is the word of God, speaks about the things that are happening in our day. But you'd be surprised the number of folks that have never read it. But as these wild things start kicking off all around the world, people are shocked, surprised, not realizing that this whole thing is playing out before our eyes have been written in, in the book. It's in God's word. It also provides direction and instructions on how we can navigate these times that we live in without losing our mind. In the book of Psalm 91, it says, only with your eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. But it's still a hard thing to watch as our nation is being divided There are wars going on all over the place, atrocities that will make your hair stand on your head. However, these things must be. And those of us who God has set aside and set apart for his purpose, we've been prepared. So we, we know God's word. We know what it says. So none of this should knock us out the box. Everyone that follows Jesus is a disciple maker. That is not an option. That is a mandate that our Savior Jesus Christ gave to everyone that said that they would follow him. He also told them, now make sure you count the cost. Make sure you count the cost because this is not uh, some social club where we all get together and hobnob and all that. No, this is real spiritual work that God has assigned to us to do. Proclaiming his gospel and making disciples. And so as we are growing ourselves, uh, God will give us opportunities to do that. You don't have to go looking for folk. Believe me, they're going to come looking for you. And God will reveal to you who they are. You know, he may ask you to come alongside this person just to encourage them. The next thing you know, you're leading them to Christ. So um, just be prepared for that because that's what we're called to do. Um, The podcast that uh, that we've been doing now since 2018 is the venue that the Lord provided for us to be able to do that. We're able to share the gospel with people. 
And we also use it as a fishing net for those that don't know Jesus Christ. We have a Disciple Me study program that is available to anyone who wants to follow Jesus but don't understand what to do. And if that's you listening tonight, just email us at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com and we would love to explain the gospel message to you. Time is getting short. I mean, Jesus may come today and he may not come for another three, four, 400 years, who knows? But the thing of it is that whenever he comes, we must be ready, plain and simple. So uh, before we get started, is uh, has Paulette arrived yet? Because you know, I can't see everybody. Yes, yes I'm here. Hey, Paulette. Um, it's our, um, our hope that the Lord will um, use our podcast uh, to help th those that are listening tonight to discover and walk in their purpose. We also desire to help you prepare for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's gone to prepare a place for us, but he's coming back. So I'm going to ask my sister Paulette if she would please cover our podcast in prayer tonight. Thank you so much, Paulette. We appreciate it. Could you pray for us? Yes. Father God, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, Amen. the name above all names. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord. God, that you sent your only begotten son into the world, Lord. God, to save sinners. God, and that's what we were. God, but because of your great love, Lord, we are now, Lord, called the children of the Most High God. God, we're your disciples too. God, and we do want to share. Share what you have done for us. God, that's the gospel right there. What you did in our lives. God, how you saved our soul. God, that's the gospel. Thank That's you. the word, Lord, that you want us to share, that we wouldn't have made it if it hadn't been for you, Lord. Yeah, God, yeah. we still declare it's the best decision we've ever yes, made. Yes. So, Father God, we thank you. God, let us go boldly, Lord, into mm -hmm. all the world. God, we know that one will plant, somebody else will water. But yeah. God, we know that you give the increase. Yeah. Father God, so we thank you, Lord, for making disciples out of us, Lord. Mm -hmm. God, that we can go into all the world, just like your disciples did, Lord. They turned the world upside down. Yeah, they did. God, do it through us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Because yeah. it's you, Lord, not what we're doing, but what you're doing. So give every heart and ears to hear, Lord, what your spirit has to say. Yes. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, sis. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, um, for those of you that may be joining us for the first time, could you please be sure to mute your mics? Um, it'll help to minimize any background noises. But once we're into the conversation, Go right ahead and unmute yourselves. As always, we let you know that because we have the spirit of God living in us, that means he is available on this podcast tonight to minister to us, to speak truth to us, and to provide what we need to hear. So if the Holy Spirit prompts you to share anything, please don't hold back. Don't quench the Holy Spirit's work in your life. I'm telling you, the more you let him work, the more he will work. But if you're always trying to shut him down because you're afraid of whatever, don't, don't go out like that because that's not, that's not how the Holy Spirit wants to work. He wants to have access to us. So as many as of us that are on here, that's how many of us have the opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to speak. Um, like I say before, for many of you, you don't know we don't know this but there are people that are listening that we can't see you look look at our zoom uh in our zoom um studio and you think that that's you know those are the people to watch it no you have no clue how many people 
are actually listening to this podcast because we we're on um, iHeartRadio and Spotify and those places during the week because we upload our our podcast there. So people from whoever it is in those networks get to hear us, and you just may have the word for somebody who's listening. So just remember that God can use you. It may not mean anything to you at the moment, but it could mean everything to someone that's listening. So um, I just wanted to uh, give God glory for this podcast team that he has provided. I, I'm, I'm still giddy about it. Uh, we've been doing this, like I said, since 2018. And um, God has just been blessing it all along. But now, you know, I feel so... Um, I don't want to use the word secure, but I just feel a lot more confident because I know that um, he has sent me some very capable women that at any given notice, you know, if any notice, you know, they will see to it that this podcast will go on no matter what, no matter, because it's not about me. It's about what God is doing in this venue that he has given us. And so I thank God for you ladies. And I want you all to always know that. Um, that I see God's hands, his hands are, are on this and he is developing something that's a lot bigger than, than us. But just give him glory for using us the way that he does to share what wisdom he puts in our hearts, the revelations that we share with people because somebody is going to be able to get out of the fires of hell because of some of the things that they hear us talking about. I'm, I promise you. We're not on here just sitting around doing you know, hobnobbing. This is the work of God and his Holy Spirit is present here with us and he's ready to use us if we would lend, lend ourselves to, uh, to, to him and let him do what it is he sent us to do. So um, I just always like to, to share that. Our co-host, um, Alicia Lanka, she's on travel this week and praise God, like I said, we can just keep it moving without a hitch, right? So um, I want to welcome everyone tonight and I'm going to do things a little different tonight than we normally do. And because I, I like to have more time for our conversations. I hate it when we get deep into a conversation and got to shut it down. I'm sick of that. No. So we're going to switch things around a little bit. So what we're going to do, we're going to dig into by 7.15, we're supposed to be started in our conversation. Okay. That's going to be my goal. And I asked uh, my team's help that by at 7.45, you got to help me shut things down, <laughs> you know, so that at least by no later than 7.50, that we'll be able to give any announcements or any things like that that we have to give. Is that okay? Is that okay with y'all? Good. Yes, ma'am. That's good. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's great. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Question. Does everyone have a worksheet? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, for those, um, you know, anybody that's here that's new tonight, uh, we have, we're using, we're actually going through Romans 12. And we've been using um, the SOAP Bible study method uh, on our worksheets. And it's, it's uh, a method where we use scripture. We read a passage of scripture and write down a verse or two that jumps out at us. Observation is what we're observing, what it is that the scripture is saying to us, and we take notes. And then there's the application part. And we want to talk about how do we apply these things in our lives. You know, we just not reading just to put stuff in our head. This is to be lived. You know, this isn't, you know, uh, a head full of knowledge, you know, can puff you up and not lead you anywhere. But we want to actually see the God, the word of God playing out in our lives. And then the last one, P, it stands for prayer, where we, uh, at the end, we can write our own personal prayer based on whatever observations and things that God reveals to us that we need prayer for. We would write that out. So um, I'm going to ask one more time. Everybody has access to the worksheet. That's good. All right. Well, let's start by, uh, it's 7.15, and I'd like to start with a recap. <laughs> I like to start with the recap. Every week I try to just ask anyone that have any real big takeaways from last week that they would like to share before we get started. Anyone? 
I know last week it was, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Um, I, I love that. Um, a, a walk of divine distinction, divine distinction, I'm sorry. Yeah. Holiness is a spiritual thing. We are holy because God said we are holy. Yes, yes. Um, yes. And, yes, and believe his word, um, faith works. We are connected all of us together as one, um, we need each other. Yes. Um, and when we don't understand it, we can explain it. Um, we can ask questions. Um, but mainly when the Holy Spirit is moving through us and speaking to us, it, it, some of the stuff becomes plain and clear to us. Yes. As long as we stay in the word and you use the Holy Spirit or allow him to use you, things become more clear and clearer as you dive Absolutely. into God's love. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit is our life change agent. You cannot change yourself. Just settle it in your heart. All the little works and the little routines and things that we think we do is going to make us a better person. Not. You need the Holy Spirit. He is the one that transforms us into the image of Jesus Christ. That is God's goal, that we would become even as his son is, that we are now sons and daughters of God. And it says it does not appear what we will be, but we do know that when we see him, Jesus, we're going to be surprised because we're going to look just like him. That is the work that the Holy Spirit is in us doing right now. And you ought to be happy about that because I'm telling you, if my salvation was left up to me alone, I know I'm going to hell. There's just no way. There's just no when it these this flesh thing right here is strong. Okay? So we can act like we got it all in order, but I'm telling you, it's a fight. And believe it or not, we are not humanly able to handle this flesh alone. You need the power and help of the Holy Spirit. So thank you so much to Wanda for sharing that. Anyone else have any takeaways? For me, it was the word confidence that I can't remember who used, but um, I had wrote the note down that the new life that God had provided us and we have confidence in the fact that we are holy because he made us holy to work bold in our faith journey. Yes. Within us. Yeah. Yes. That too is another great blessing that we can thank God for. And um, I think it was, um, I forget what a passage of scripture we were talking about last week, where it talked about uh, that God qualified us as holy. He's the only one that can do that. We cannot qualify ourselves. There's nothing we can do to make ourselves holy. And I was sharing uh, with, uh, with some of y'all last year, how I, I got involved in the holiness religion way back in the day, you know, and it was all about outward appearance, you know, that that was, that was just the sign of your holiness, but your heart's as dark as pit. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not what holiness is. Holiness is this work that God is doing in us that we cannot do. It is a work of the spirit. It has nothing to do with human perfection. Can you hear me, Cheryl? Okay, I thought you were listening. But yeah, the, the point of it is, is that uh, we have been duped into believing that there is something we can do to make ourselves holy. And I think I explained last week that just as in the beginning, when God said, let there be light, mm -hmm. okay, as a result of what God said, there was light, right? So just as he said in first, uh, first Peter 1.16, be holy because i am holy it's the same principle okay you get it 
Do you get what I mean when I say that? Somebody tell me what I mean when I, when I say that. What, what, what do you understand me saying? That means you don't understand it, right? Well, let me try to make it. Um, God speaks things into existence that do not exist. We learned that from the book of Genesis because everything that was made was only made because God said, let it be, right? Okay, so he also said, be holy because I am holy. But we have to come to the uh, realization we have no means of being holy. What can we do to be holy? Thank you. So you have to know that God spoke it into existence because we can't. Before this world was formed, he said, let there be light and there was light. Now that he has children, he tells his children, be holy because I'm holy, right? He is the one that's speaking it into existence. And like the light came, the holiness comes because God spoke it into existence. We also talked about last week, the fact that um, uh, we learned, I think it was in second Peter that we share in the nature of God. Remember us talking about that last week? The scripture that says that he has shared his divine nature with us. That's how uh, Ephesians becomes a reality that we can be in heaven and on earth at the same time. We know that's humanly impossible. You can't be in heaven and on earth on, on the same time without being something other than human. That's not humanly possible. But as God said in his word, we are new creations. All things are passing away. And now that we have the spirit of God living in us, all things are going to become new. That is, if we let the Holy Spirit do in us what he's in us to do. He will do the transforming. And that's why we're in Romans today. We're learning how to cooperate with the work of God that he wants to do in our lives. The purpose that he put in us when he created us has to be fulfilled. It's got to be done because what? God says so. And we're going to either do it in cooperation with the Holy Spirit and give, and give the Lord joy, or we're going, to, we're going to still do it regardless because God's will is going to be done. But you won't get any credit for it. It won't be counted to you. Because you huh? Oh, sorry. I thought you were getting ready to move on. Um, we talked about last what you just said, that last week we have to believe that. We have to believe that God says who we are and we have to see ourselves as God see our, sees us. And, and we talked about the things that get in the way of that. And that's that flesh, that, that, that thing that is just hanging off like a, a big cyst or something that's just bothering you. And that gets in, in the way of us realize in that confidence, but knowing who we are. And I've said it before, you know, it's not knowing who we are, it's knowing who he is in us that makes absolutely gives us that confidence of who we are that's yeah. right Carmen that's right because if we have go ahead baby I'm sorry and we also um went in depth about what does sacrifice mean too mm -hmm. when we're we're sacrificing we're giving up we're surrendering we're dying we're denying ourselves the very thing that the flesh wants in order to follow God Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the, the fact that we don't believe in God or believe God word, God's word 
means that we will not get to our destination because we're going to try and make some things happen instead of waiting on God. You see, but God wants you to know that he is well able to do everything he says. And if he said you be holy, then guess what? You be holy. Holy means something other than human. Do you all hear me? Do you understand me? Holiness is not a human factor. It has nothing to do with the flesh. It has nothing to do with any of this. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is a work of God in transforming mortal clay into a holy being. God says, be holy because what? I am holy. God is not human. We try to treat him like he is, but they wind up frustrating the heck out of you because you're going to find out God is not human. He's not moved by the same things that we're moved by. You can roll in, in, in the floor and cry and yell, scream and holler. It's not, you know, and think you're going to be moving his heart. No, because he sees your heart. He knows right down to the very morsel of what you go, what's going on in your mind. Are you premeditating things? Are you, you know, you didn't conjure it up in your mind. Well, let's see if I do this, then God going to do that. No, baby. No, you, that's not this kind of, that's not the kind of relationship that God wants to have with us. He wants us to be holy like he is holy. And he's going to see to it that we become holy. But we cannot do this in our own strength. We're going to have to trust the Holy Spirit's working. We also learn in Ephesians that God says he chose us. We did not choose God. This is another thing that should give you great confidence and joy. You may have think you gave your life to Christ, but beloved, let me let you know something. Jesus said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. And what that means is that God had you in his plans before he created this world. I know it's a lot to wrap your mind around, but read it. It's in the word. He chose us in Christ before he created the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Okay? And when Christ, when Christ went to the cross, every one of us who understood and answered the gospel message, the gospel call to turn our lives over to him, we may have thought that that's, that's when things, you know, kicked off. But no, according to Ephesians 1.4, it happened a long time ago before this world was ever created. God had already created us in his son. And we we're all like time release capsules that he put throughout eternity, throughout time, in different re regions, for different generations. That's, we, we are been, we've been planted in the generation where all heck broke loose. They call it unprecedented time, right? But don't you know if God put us here that he already gave us what we need to handle what's going on around us. We're equipped for it. If we can just tap into the truth and let the truth be our, our reality, and I know it's hard because we've been on this planet for so long. I always say that. We're more accustomed to this world than we are to the spirit realm. We were talking last week. We're seated, seated in heavenly places and where are those heavenly places? In the third heaven, where God is. Spiritually, that is where we are right now. Physically, this right now is right here on this planet where God can use us as his agents of righteousness to, to a whole another generation of people that ain't even don't even know he loved them. That, that, that's his purpose and his plan. That's why Jesus said, I got to go to my father. But all power has been given to me in both heaven and earth. So now you can go. You go and you proclaim my gospel. I want you to make disciples and I want you to teach them the same things that I taught you. 
Don't try teaching somebody something that you don't know about. Don't pick up no book and read it and think you're going to go teach somebody because you ain't experienced it. Just like telling somebody read, read a book and learn how to swim. It ain't going to happen. These are things that God wants us to, these testimonies, let me call them those, the testimonies that we have come out of experience. No test, no testimony. <clears throat> right? Amen on that one. Paulette, are you there, baby? Yes, ma'am, I am. Could you speak to that? I know you got a message on that. Uh, no test, no testimony. Anything you want to share? Absolutely. And I think as long as we have been with Christ, we've all been through our journeys. We've all had trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. And as bad as they were, I believe you would say like I say, if I had to go through it again yep. to get out of it, what I did, I would do so. Yes. Because before I went through, and I've had different seasons of life, and, and you know, but back in the day, I didn't think I would make it. I thought, I, gee, but Jesus is holding on to me. And you hear his voice more because you are so desperate. Yeah. in your situation yes and he doesn't leave us or forsake us and uh part of my testimony is back in 96 i was so wounded and hurt i was gonna leave the faith oh yeah my mind was made up and he left the 99 and he came for the one hallelujah that's not a scripture just on the page come on anymore. now that's part of my testimony so, and we, even though we're going through, it doesn't seem like God, where are you? He's right there with us. He's keeping us. Hallelujah. And whatever has touched our life is because he has given Satan permission. The same way Satan had to act for Job, he have to act for us too. So we can rest in the fact we'll come out better because of it. Because he do use those to conform us into his image. Amen. So I'm a witness. Amen. So, all Amen. Right. Amen. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I knew you had a, had a, had a word for us in that, in, uh, in that area. But uh, those of us who have, uh, you know, been on the journey a little longer than, than, than most, uh, we, we've been through the fire. You know, you all are going through it, but, you know, buckle down because it ain't over yet, <laughs> you know, but I'm telling you, it's like uh, that song to talk about going up Jacob's ladder, each rung, each rung goes higher and higher. Well, that is what happens on this journey. It doesn't get worse, baby. It gets better because you get stronger. The Holy Spirit becomes bigger in you and God is able to do great things through you. I mean, miraculous things. As your faith grows, as you stay in God's word, you're going to see miracles because we're not there yet, many of us in our faith level where we can believe God for miracles yet, but it's coming. It's coming. I've seen them, Paulette's seen them. Some of you have experienced those miracles, right, Melissa? Yes, yes, indeed. yes, yes. Um, and I could share um, a little bit. I'm not going to talk too long, Miss Nadine. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have been through, you know, some stuff since 2017. And I remember, you know, just uh, not really knowing Christ, not really. Um, I mean, I knew, but I didn't really have a great relationship with him. I didn't understand how important prayer was in my life until um, I met Miss Nadine at um, Steel Creek Church. And so um, God, you know, what I've learned is that God moves all of the puzzle, pe the puzzle pieces uh, in our favor. Yes. Always, always. Yes. And it doesn't matter what your situation and your circumstance looks like in the moment, 
um, he doesn't want us to focus on that. He wants us to focus on the beauty that comes out of it. Amen. Because even though I was going through a really hard time um, in my marriage, my, my home, just everything fell to pieces, you know, a home of 22 years. Um, my son has been addicted to drugs for a couple of years, um, but God saved his life a month ago. He did. <laughs> he saved his life, like right Both in front of, of me. Yeah. Both lives. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it. Yeah, that's right. My husband and his. Um, and and it's just been, you know, even though it was hard, I'm not taking away what you go through. You know, it's real. It's real. Um, but God is amazing, and you know, whenever I go through something. I love him harder, you know, because he is, he's the only one that gets me through it. You know, he, he is the only one. I can only look to him. I can only pray to him. I can only talk to him. I can only lean on him. And he has done in me so many amazing things and everything that he has done in me gives him honor and glory. All of it. Oh yeah. It's not for me. I get goosebumps because I just see him moving in my life. And don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that things don't happen because life continues, right? And it's the, what you were saying, like, yeah, um, you have faith. God, yes, he does. You know, he's a miracle worker, right? But he does a miracle and then you're headed to another challenge yeah. and more suffering. Mm -hmm. Right. But the suffering, the prior suffering and the prior miracles and the prior prayers prepare you for the suffering that comes. That's right. And so I see my suffering now because I'm going through new stuff. You know, I see it now and I'm looking back and I'm like, wow, it's been a couple of years, more than a couple of years. And I'm, I'm standing. Yes. You know, and I'm, I'm standing, but I'm not the same anymore. No, you're not. I'm not the same. I'm stronger and I will continue to get stronger. And, you know, he allows these battles in my life because he knows that I'm going to lean on him. He knows that I can handle it because his plan is perfect for my life. You know, exactly. you know, and I, and I also wanted to share with you ladies, like it is okay to have a bad day. Having a bad day and crying all day. I d I've done it just did it yesterday. Doesn't mean you don't have faith. You know, God gives us emotions and he allows for us to come to him that way. And he picks us up, you yeah. know, and it's okay to, to feel the suffering. It's okay to go through it. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's, in fact, it strengthens you. Yes, it does. It strengthens you because you get to a point where you can, you know, accept what you're going through. You come to God and he heals you and you just keep it moving. Just don't give up. Yeah. Thank you, you know? so much for sharing, Melissa. Yeah. And I, I wish you could have been more specific. I wanted to be I want to be specific, Miss Nadine. You know I do. Look, it, it, I need it, I need it, two hours, Miss Nadine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, we're we gonna give you your two hours next week because I yeah. think people are here what God has done. But yeah. it is, and not you, not only you, I know there are others uh, that have powerful testimonies of the reality of God. And like I say, it is our testimonies that that's kryptonite to the evil one. You know, he can't handle it when we're telling people about how good God has been or the things that he's done. And we're not trying to sugarcoat it. We're not trying to make it think it's a pie in the sky. It's not a pie in the sky. It's, it, it is hard. But God has proven himself on every occasion to come through for us to work it all out for our good. So thanks so much for sharing, Melissa. I really yes. appreciate that. Anytime. Um, well, actually, so and I will say witnessing, I, I just, I always tell Melissa this, when I met mm -hmm. her at Meetup, this woman that we see today was not that woman sitting at the table. There wasn't. Keep me encouraged, you know, just watching you and watching you grow in your holiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. Witnessing, 
through your through your trials and your tribulations, you're witnessing to others. And it just it just blesses me every time I hear you talk about your testimony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, like I, I was playing, I wasn't playing like I really would. I want for you guys to hear everything. Like, because I feel like that's, that's part of the testimony. It's the detail. It is. is. The detail detail. is so important because, you know, that's how you understand how great God is, that it doesn't matter how hard it is. It doesn't matter how hard you think it is. He can come through and he will. And he will. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. So let's get our Bibles out and get on over to uh, Romans 12. I'm going to ask Elaine. For a favor, please, darling, can you share again? Um, I really like the, um, we're at um, uh, 12.2, and I asked you last week to read what your study Bible said um, about uh, verse 2, but just to, um, for those that are joining us through the new tonight, I see we got some, a new face. Hey, Haley, Latoya, how y'all doing? So glad you could join us tonight. Um, but we want to start, we t- started talking with, um, start talking about how do we actually walk out this holiness that God said that we are. We understand that we can't do anything to make ourselves holy. God is in the process of doing that within us. But there are some instructions that he gives us to kind of help us, you know, stay in line and, and um and in agreement with what with the work that he's doing in us. And, and um, let me change my glasses. And Romans chapter 12 began. Somebody read 12, one for me, please. Well, read 12, one and two. And then Elaine, if you can give the, uh, what your Bible says about yeah. verse two. It says, okay. therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your body bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. And we we really got deep last week when we, especially dealing with this, uh, present your bodies because he started out with that, that we have to deal with this flesh. You got to, it's not easy, No man. but it's doable. Okay. Mm -hmm. And at least you start somewhere and the more you work on it, the better you get at it, you know, but it's going to take a minute because the we're sinners. What do sinners do? Sin. That's right. That's what they do. God knew that. That's why he's had to send Jesus. If Jesus didn't come to deal with our sin, we would be guilt wrecked, shameful, mind tore up from the floor. But God is is trying to help us to understand that he sent his son to deal with our wickedness and our sin. And if we will trust him and the work that he wants to do in us, he is going to see to it that we wind up being just like Jesus. Only God can do that. We can't do that because we're going to mess up. Somebody going to say something to us wrong and we're going to give them a few of our words. It's not going to be very nice. And then we're going to feel bad about it. And then we're going to go back. You know, it's a, it's, it's a cycle that we go through. But it's getting in God's word in a regular uh, pattern like we're doing right now. It's going to help keep your mind. Like, remember we talk about perspective? Yes. Everything we do is based on what we think. And if what we think is not lined up with God's word, it's not going to come out well. It's just not because we think our way is the way, but it's not. Our minds have to be what? Renewed. Repentance is about changing our minds. That's a part of the gospel message. The first part, repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. Listen, that means, uh, repent means, uh, is the word metanoia, which means, meta means change, noia means mind. Change your mind. 
Let it conform to what the word of God provides for you. And then you'll begin to see things changing in you because these words are alive. They're not just words written on a page. But verse two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Go ahead, um, Elaine, and read your um, description. Okay, I have two. I'll start from um, for verse one. This refers to verse one, and then I have the one for verse two as well. Okay. So this is for chapter one, I mean, chapter 12, verse one. Um, it says, how are our bodies a living sacrifice? It says, growing, maturing Christians will en encounter some pain. We lose superficial pleasures when we abandon sinful activities. We may have to struggle to establish new patterns of living, but becoming a living sacrifice, that is, giving our lives totally to God, does not mean endless um, martyrdom. We can find fulfillment and satisfaction in becoming what God created us to be, no matter what the cost. We will see a higher purpose in life than simply avoiding pain. Amen. And, uh, amen. And that. Uh, higher purpose. Go ahead, Dolan. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, and so this one refers to verse two. It says, How can we know God's will? It says, We can know God's will by honoring and obeying Him and by refusing to be influenced by societal pressures. As we replace our old way of thinking and adopt an entirely new perspective, in line with God's point of view, we'll begin to recognize God's will more and more. We'll find it easier to hear his voice in a variety of situations. God may not, God may not dictate the details of our lives, such as specific clothes to wear, but he will give us spiritual principles for everyday decisions. Knowing God's will results from doing his will as revealed in scripture. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. So this uh, not being conformed, being transformed by the renewing of your mind, there are, there's uh, two things I want us to be able to see in this. You cannot conform yourself. I mean, that conform, this, this, um, this work is something that God needs to do in our hearts. And God does that by way of his Holy Spirit. You all have had the Holy Spirit check you before, right? Anybody ever been checked by the Holy Spirit? Okay. And when we say check, that means you're getting ready to do something or go someplace or say something. And the Holy Spirit says, ah, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> you know, don't say nothing. And I know he said he, he said that many times to me, and I just ignored him because I wanted to say what I wanted to say. I wanted you to know what I had to say. You know what I'm saying? And, and I did it for a long time. And I paid the consequences for it. You see, that's, that's the part about um, sin that we, we don't seem to understand. There are consequences. Amen. And sometimes those consequences go beyond what we, what we would even imagine. But God wants us to understand is that it's in, obe in obedience. There are also wonderful outcomes that comes from our obedience. Same process. However, the Holy Spirit is the one in us speaking to us that still small voice telling us, don't do this. Don't go there. Don't, you know, whatever it is, you know, to help guide us. Turning, Dalalini said, so true, turning away from sin. Yeah, but we have to have take some effort on our behalf. What would what is it in our in us that would want that would make us want to uh turn away from sin? What is it? Love. Huh? Love the love of God, like the, the love that you know you feel towards God that, that makes you want to be obedient. It is. There mm -hmm. it is. You remember Joseph? Yes. When he was being tempted. You see what I'm saying? And he made he gave the explicit reason why, lady, uh-uh, I, I, I can't do that against my God. That was the attitude that he had. He had seen God do some marvelous things in his life. And he knew that his, his father's God was real. Mm -hmm. And we've got to know that God is real. 
He's not a figment of our imagination. He's not some thing way up in the sky that can't nobody have no, no relationship with. Everything that we see going on in this world is his story being played out. This is his story. We say history, but it's his story being played out. And he've allowed us to be part of, part of the, 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 the uh, we're in the script. We all got a script to play. You see, so just like if you were, if you were, if you were um, uh, playing a role in a play or something like that, you know, you don't want to be out of character. They give you a character role you got to play and you read it, the story and you know what it, your, your lines are written for you to say and all that other kind of a thing, you know, and I'm just using it as an analogy to help you understand that our steps have been ordered by God. He's got a purpose and a plan for our lives. We're going to walk in it and we don't even know why we're walking in it. We don't even know why we do what we do sometimes. You know, just like poor Job, he, you know, he didn't know what, what in the world happened to him. His whole world fell, the bottom fell out. He wondered, what did I do? He knew he didn't do anything, but he had no clue that everything that was going on in his life started in heaven. It started you know, with a conversation God was having. Yep. Darlene says, yes, you want to obey. You know, he's real. When he revealed the truth in our minds and hearts, we became aware and had a reverent fear for him. That's good. That is re that reverent reverential fear is um, something that is not talked about a lot and it needs to be. So, so many times in churches, they talk about um, God is love, God is love. And that's, that's true, but we are to love him and fear him. So we believe God is love, but we also believe that he is a God who is just. He is a God who um, demands that his children obey him, or as you stated, Ms. Nadine, deal with the consequences of their sins. So um, when I think about the, um, the scripture uh, 12 to do not conform any longer to the, to, um, to the pattern of this world, the world, the world is, they just, it has a different way of thinking and processing. And even you may encounter Christians who have um, adopted a mindset that um, does not necessarily always align with God's word. So, but when you are reading his word, studying his word, talking about his word in settings like this, this is how our minds become renewed. When we are praying and asking uh, and being led by the Holy Spirit, this is how our minds get renewed. Um, speaking to ourselves, over and over, meditating on God's words, you know, day and night. That is how our minds get renewed. Mm -hmm. Our minds get renewed. And then the Holy Spirit steps in and work. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I saw something come up on the... Uh... It does hurt. Obedience does. Being obedient hurts. It does. This is mm -hmm. what Haley said. Yes. Yes. And she and you know what and and she's I'm sorry Miss Nadine um I think she's so right it does it hurts because um you know during this whole time with the things that I have gone through have been heart wrenching mm -hmm. you know but I've never questioned I've never asked God why never and I can say that because I know that like when I have conversations with him I'm just like okay God here's something else, you know? And so, you know, obedience is really important. And so I never, even though it's really hard, you never want to be disobedient to him because at the end of the day, you want to, you want to please him. Exactly. You want to please see. him. And it doesn't matter what you have to walk through. Mm -hmm. Even if you are on your knees crying and you got to get up every day, you have to be obedient to him because at the end of the day, he's all we have. Mm -hmm. He's all we have. And for me, I'll, I just want to make him happy. And that's my choices. That that's is it. the key. To please God has to be our highest goal in life. Mm -hmm. 
to please him. And I don't know what, you know, when I was coming up in the faith, that thing rung through my whole being. All I wanted to do was please God. I didn't even know how to do it. But what I did know to do, I did. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I did know to do, I had to trust God. But the point of it is, is that when you have developed that kind of love for God, mm-hmm. and uh, I use the analogy of, a, of, of you meeting that man that you want, okay? You would do anything for him. <laughs> you even give him your bank card. You don't know where he's going. <laughs> your keys to your car. <laughs> And, and let him not call you for for a uh, 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 for two hours span of time. Oh, girl, it's on now. Break out. Uh, where you been? Uh, why haven't you called me? Where you at? You know, we know. Mm-hmm. We know what it what that generates in us. And over somebody that's gonna let us down. Mm-hmm. But we can't go there with God. What's the disconnect? Because we can't sin. It's not like, you know, he doesn't provide for us. Every morning we wake up and open our eyes. If we think that, that be, that's a, a, a normal process, then we got it all wrong. God does not have to cause your eyes to open up in the morning. He does not have to spare you to see another day. But the fact that he does should make you want to smile. That means it ain't over yet. I got another day to get it right. What I messed up yesterday, Lord, help me to do better today. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go there again. Help me, Lord. And that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. Crying out to God for help. I'm telling you, a lot of us going through some things and we ain't telling nobody. Mm-hmm. We're keeping it to ourselves. That means ain't nobody praying for you. You're just going through. Because you want to keep up whatever appearance you want to keep up. But that's not the that's not what the lifestyle of living in God's kingdom is like. What does James 5 16 say? Somebody find James 5 16. These are principles that God left for us to live by for a reason. And it's not just, it's not just, okay, baby. Thank you, Carmen. It's not just for the heck of you looking up stuff. Um, James 5, 16 says, Mm -hmm. therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. I have NIV. Mm -hmm. That's my point. Mm -hmm. There's no way people are going to pray for you if you keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the lie of the enemy. He wants you to keep it to yourself because as you stated, folk are trying to appear, right? You know, yes, I love the Lord. Yes, I want to please him. But Mm -hmm. as you stated, I got this flesh thing. I'm walking Mm -hmm. through it. Um, I'm not as strong all the time. I got some, some things God is trying to prune and work with me through, right? Work through me. And so I'm going to fall. And yeah. when I fall, I don't want everybody to know I'm, oh, I've fallen. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's and not perfect. No, right. she's it's not perfect. She's not perfect. Oh, my gosh. I thought she was good at two shoes, you know, and all that other food <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But it's time yeah. out for that. that. That's what not conforming to the pattern of this world means. That's how yeah. the world handles things. Mm-hmm. But God has given us a, a, frame, a, 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 a framework in which to operate. And it has nothing to do with the flesh. It has everything to do with the spirit. You would be surprised the kinds of things that God is doing in the spirit realm on our behalf when we obey him. Right. You can't see it. It may not come down for a couple of days and a couple of months down the road and you'll figure out, you say, oh, wow, God was working on my behalf. Well, guess what, thanks. It's eight o'clock uh. and we did get better time. We get more time tonight than we did. You usually do, but I didn't get to invite anybody. Thursday night, we have Bible study, uh, uh, virtual Bible study. Anybody interested, go to charlottechristianfellowship.org and you can join us. But ladies, thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for the rich things that we're learning. Please go move on in in, in, um, Romans 2, I mean 12, and move on to uh, verse 3. Amen? Amen. Amen. Any prayer requests, y'all know where to find me.
Amen. 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 And I want to say hi, and the other new lady. Thank you for joining tonight. Have a good night. I love you, ladies. Bye. Bye. Good night, ladies. Thanks for 30 minutes. That's what you got to do. Add 30 more minutes. You got to add 30 more minutes to this call. I'm working on it.